The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to the Mile Rate, where we look back at uh, a terrific night's harness racing action from Melton last night. They had 10 races, and there's uh, some good races, some good stories uh, that we can have a chat about as well. Uh, Rob Orber wasn't, uh, you know, a few fresh faces that we don't often see, and certainly a great to see Keith Cochin with, with a double in two. Group two races with two maidens. Oh, well, it was a fantastic night for the Cochin family. Well done to Keith and, and Shelley uh, Cochin. They uh, do a terrific job. They've been involved with some wonderful horses over the years. And last night uh, probably is another re, uh, re-emergence of the stable because uh, they've probably gone through a little bit of a uh, dull period for a while looking for that uh, next uh, promising horse. Well, they came up with two of them last night, taking out the two... Group uh, 2, uh, Alabar Vicbred Platinum Homegrown Classics, uh, not only for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings, but they also delivered the victory in the three-year-old Phillies division. Well, let's uh, have a look at the first of uh, our replays, or have a listen at least to the first of our replays, and it was the Group 2 uh, Homegrown Classic, the Vicbred Platinum for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. It's a terrific drive from John Keldo on uh, Denny Rocks. Karamar Solomona hit the lead from Always Loxley. Denny Rocks is getting home. Karamar Solomona, Denny Rocks, the outside goes up to it. The 150 to one shot. Denny Rocks put its head in front of Karamar Solomona. Then came Plains in Heaven, but it is Denny Rocks in a big boil over. Denny Rocks has won it and beaten Karamar Solomona and Plains in Heaven. We sort of thought that um, they had to go real hard early to give us any chance, so we're just going to go back and drive for luck. And um, and when they went real hard into the first corner, I thought, well, this is good. So I just went to the fence, and and uh, and it just worked out perfect down the back. I just got off, um, found Mick's back pretty easy, and he just carted me straight into it, to basically to the top of the straight. So it just worked out perfect. Winning driver John Keldo from Barrier 7, a 12-start maiden. It wasn't quite 150 to 1, like I said in the call, but he actually paid massive unders on the tote. I think it was around $18 the tote, but... It was about $61 fixed odds, uh, Rob. So there was quite a contrasting difference there, but that's good. It must have mean that a few of the owners might have had something on, and, and well done to them. It was a, a, a terrific purse for first, and, and it was a great result for uh, for Denny Rocks and the team. Yeah, it was, uh, Denny. Uh, there was a heavily backed favourite in the race, uh, Amoldo, who only had the one start for the one win coming from the second row. Last night, Drew Barrier, too, and... Uh, the stable uh, elected to come out of the gate with the horse, and uh, he got pretty keen in front. Uh, first quarter in 27-7 after a lead time of 7.1 for the youngsters, and from that point you realise that uh, there was a good chance that there could be a bit of an upset, and something from back in the field was able to going to get over the top of him, and that's exactly what happened with Denny Rocks, who settled in the second half of the field, and John Keldo, as we know, a very experienced driver. He drove patiently, worked his way through the field, came to the outside on the top of the home straight, let down with a big sprint to win. To defeat Karamar Solomona, who ran a really good race for Robert McCartney and Michael Stanley. Third placing went to Plains in Heaven. Also another one at very big odds for Nathan Carr. And fourth home was nine, always Loxley, after doing a little bit of work. Fifth home was number 11, 
puzzle piece. They win a mile rate of 155.1, last mile 155.9, 58.4 last half. Sectional times were 27.7 the first quarter, 29.7, 28.8 and 29.5. And Denny Rocks, who uh, was actually engaged at Shepparton on Tuesday night, looked to be a really good chance. Uh, it was the first emergency last night, got a run and that uh, caused the uh, the big upset to uh, to win. But a good performance. Obviously, Amoldo uh, was found uh, to have choked down after doing some work early from uh, the stewards report from Brett Day last night. Yeah, of course, on debut, he came from behind, so completely different shape of a race for him, and it just it backfired, unfortunately. But he's a pretty smart horse, and uh, I'm sure he'll get over the problem that he experienced last night. The Allied Express two-year-old classic, Rob, this was for the two-year-old fillies, some really nice two-year-old fillies. I was most impressed with a number of horses here, many of them very early on in their career. And it was taken out by Soho Seraphine past the 400. 29 seconds for that third quarter. Soho Seraphine, two metres. Snow Patrol under a bit of pressure. Wanted to hang in. Coming very wide now was Soho Lumina. Into the straight. Soho Seraphine is running about the place. Uh, getting through something about Eiley. The inside down the outside. Soho Lumina. Something about Eiley going through after Soho Seraphine. Soho Seraphine finding though. And Soho Seraphine wins it. Soho Seraphine beats something about Eiley. Pretty nice filly, Rob. She's really got a, you know, a main things learn what it's all about. She's, you know, didn't know much about it yet. She, um, as I said, she was waiting for them turn of her home and then she knuckled down and, you know, having to look at things with the round of going, yeah, so she's got a lot to learn and, um, but she's, you know, got a big motor, I think, and, you know, she's well-mannered really, so she's just got to put it all together. Oh, she's a lovely style of filly. She was as green as grass. She was like a uh, broken shopping trolley coming around the home turn. She wasn't the only one, but there's plenty to like about her. She's got a bit of gate speed, which is going to win her a few races, Rob. Yeah, look, there were some really nice performances in the race uh, with uh, Soho Seraphine, who was able to work to the lead from uh, something about Eiley, who sat behind it. And uh, Soho Seraphine uh, win a mile rate of 157.6, 7.6 lead time, 29.8, 30.7. The first two quarters weren't uh, fast at all, which allowed uh, Soho Seraphine to control the race up in the lead, 29 down the back, 28.4 home. And she looked to be uh, in a little bit of bother half up the straight when something about Eiley uh, really loomed up inside it. Uh, looked like it was going to run past Soho Seraphine, but she responded once that horse got outside her to hold off uh, a margin. Third home was number seven in the race, which is Lock and Varzina. I thought her performance was terrific. She came down from Bathurst, uh, having run uh, second in one of the heats and went around in the Group 1 uh, gold tiara at Bathurst and finished down the track after finding trouble. She had to race without cover, and I thought uh, looked fantastic before the race, and unfortunately... Uh, uh, wasn't able to um, uh, finish it off uh, last night, but wasn't close. Was it was close up, and it was a very good run. Definitely worth following. Lock and Varzina. Fourth home, no sweets for you. An improving filly from uh, for Michelle White and Karen Manning. She ran fourth in the race, but certainly looks to be a horse that will be winning sometime very soon. Uh, Soho Lemine, who started one of the favourites with uh, Snow Hunter. Neither of the two fillies. They were back in the field. Had to make their runs three wide. They were off the track, and the tempo was against them. But certainly don't drop off those horses. I'll keep improving. They'll be winning into the future. And even uh, Sporty Filtra, a horse that I made mention to you before the race, I thought she went good, Rob. And even Rayworth Girl, who'd made a mistake, I, I think there's a bit of talent there and plenty of these fillies that can go on. The uh, next race we're going to have a look at is uh, race number six on the card, and this was the Allied Express Blossom Lady at Group 3 level. Majida first up from a spell, but she proved her class. In fact, the trifecta was filled by horses that were first up.
Craft to the outside as Majita goes for home. It's Majita three metres. Good time, Heavens, coming out after her, running on moments like these. Majita's finding something, though. Majita's clear. Majita from moments like these. Majita, a terrific win first up. Shows her class and beats moments like these. Good time, Heaven third. Yeah, that's right. She might not have went to plan up in Sydney, but, um, you know, the team at home, it's Emma and Clayton at home, that you know, they've got her back to her best tonight, which is the main thing. Uh, the game plan uh, went to uh, the way you expected? Yeah, yeah, it did. I actually thought that um, even Mateo may have handed up, but um, that, that was OK. We were happy to sit outside it. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Mark Pitt winning drive, a first time sitting behind Margita, so that would be a big thrill for Mark, who's... Well, he's in great form. It's good to see him back. Good to see him driving so well. Majida's bankrolls extends beyond $660,000, and that was her 23rd win. Uh, she's a star, Danny. Uh, you know, she's uh, hitting up what's nearly close to 700000 in prize money. Uh, she's just an absolute star. She's won all these Group 1 races. She went up to uh, Menangle for the Ladyship Mile after uh, finishing... Uh, uh, second uh, in the Ladyship Cup here at Melton and unfortunately just things didn't pan out too well for her at uh, Menangle and uh, performed well below her best but uh, she was, she looked absolutely beautiful before the race last night, was superbly presented by Emma Stewart. There wasn't a lot of tempo in the race, uh, she was able to uh, work to the, uh, to the breeze after moments like these who led early, handed up to Eva Mateo and Majita just sat outside it and uh, just proved too strong in the race. A mile rate of 156, 45.5 lead time, 30.3, 29.9, home in 27.9 and 27.7, so a 55.6 last half, a mile rate of 156. And Majita continued on her winning four moments like these, who was first up after uh, a break. Uh, she went around having won the Queensland Oaks last year, went around in the Breeders' Crown, went for a spell, came back after a very good trial form recently at Melton, uh, produced a really good effort to run second in the race. It was a nice performance. Loved the run of Good Time Heaven, who's a quality mare. She's won over 250000 Courtney Slater's had her fair share of problems with her, and she's uh, had to keep trying to get her back to the races. And she looked absolutely fantastic before the race. It was a real credit to Courtney and, uh, and Mark in the way they presented her last night. Nathan Jack drove, gave her every chance. She looked a real winning chance on the home turn, but condition just gave way. But she wasn't far away into third spot. Pray tell horse that's only won four races uh, you, you'd think that she would have won a lot more by now, she's absolutely flying, having no luck and, and will be winning sometime soon and Diamond Party, another very high quality mare that's come back from New South Wales back to Joe Pace, her run was very good, look those five horses they are high quality mares and uh, we've got a lot to look forward to I keep harping about our breeding industry but the mares that we keep producing here in Victoria uh, are world class and hopefully uh, our administrators will keep pro, um, keep programming a lot more mares races into the future because we don't want to lose these mares. They're, they're our future future uh, bloodlines that will continue to produce champion horses throughout uh, the next few decades. Rob, the fast class for the uh, Pacers was the uh, captain Sandy free for all, and 
the time that they went for the lead time in that race, Captain Sandy would have lapped them, and he was winning races in 1950. Uh, but it was the popular result because Max Delight was able to lead all the way. Third, Kaki Nui, Malcolm's Rhythm Wider, turning for home, revved up by Elford now. It's Max Delight, two metres bulletproof boy, Kaki Nui, then Shorty's mate, but it's Max Delight halfway up the straight in front, leads from bulletproof boy, Shorty's mate's running on well, but Max Delight wins. Max Delight beat Bulletproof Boy. Shorty's mate grabbed third. Mel- Rob, I think, um, as you said, he's been racing right through and, and pretty much every race he's in is, is a high-grade race. So uh, he's got to be you know, going good to be um, in the money and uh, tonight was just nice for him to have a nice, easy kill. Yeah, t- Winning driver Chris Elford. Um, Victoria Cup winner, you know he's a classy horse and, look, probably the race... Uh, had the signs that it was always going to be a sit and then a split home. It's just that I didn't think it was going to be a crawl or sit down affair in the first lap. Yeah, I was worried that you were going to fall asleep behind the binoculars, Dan. I was nearly going to call you halfway through the race just to see that you were still there. Uh, a 49-2 lead time. This is 49-2 lead time for a free-for-all race with Max Delight finding the lead. He was the Victoria Cup winner of last year and uh, to think that he got away with a 49-2 lead time. 32-4 first quarter 30.8 the second quarter and then uh, Dan got a bit excited so Max Delight got excited as well uh, 27.6 third quarter home in 26.6 he won by two and a half metres to record a mile rate of 159.8 which is really slow going for free for all horses but he got the job done Chris Elford did what he had to do with the horse he looked after him and he won well bulletproof boy he's just an absolute star he just keeps racing well uh, wouldn't know how to run a bad race Scotty Ewan doing a great job with him Shorty's mate, the bolter, uh, got home really nicely into third spot. Fourth home was Malcolm's Rhythm, and fifth home was uh, Kaki Nui. But uh, all honours to the winner, Max Delight. Keep following Bulletproof Boy. He'll be winning one very soon. And the uh, second of the uh, Big Bread Platinum races was for the three-year-old fillies, the Yalabar Homegrown Classic, and it was Diamond Shoes. Only her fourth start in a race, but she breaks through for a win, her first win, and it was a Group 2 affair. Ema checked. Our Lola May's not running on. Nonpareil held up in traffic, but it's Diamond Shoes well out in front in the straight. Nonpareil gets out, runs on, and so does Have You Met Daisy, but well clear as Diamond Shoes. Nonpareil flying, but Diamond Shoes wins it. Diamond Shoes, a big night for Keith Cochin, wins both the Group 2s with two maidens. Nonpareil flashed and got second. Third... <laughs> Absolutely, you know, taking nothing away from Keith, he's, he's done a great job, um, he's had a, a lot of very nice horses over the years, but the last few years he's probably been a little bit, uh, you know, dry in, ser- in terms of the ability uh, factor, so, you know, he's got two nice young ones here, um, this filly, she, uh, she she come down from the rat- from James Rattray and, you know, she didn't know much in her first start, she grew you know, she learned a bit more in her second start, and then last start was really good as well. Uh, you know, she's a little bit hot sometimes, but, uh, you know, I've worked with Keith, and he, he's just, you know, he's got a great sort of feel with him. Uh, Winning driver James Herbertson there, Rob, and uh, what a night for Keith Cotchin to take two horses to the races, uh, two maidens, and they both win their divisions at uh, Group 2 level. Yes, and it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the uh, Keith Cochin uh, fans might be out uh, purchasing some diamond shoes after last night with their double. And 
Good on, uh, good on the, uh, the 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 uh, the stable, and, and well done to Diamond Shoes. She was able to jump to the early lead, seven point seven lead time, uh, 29, 28.9 first quarter, thirty point seven, twenty eight eight, twenty eight four. Uh, she was able to pinch a break coming to the home turn. Uh, a couple of the uh, second and third horses, non peril and uh, Have You Met Daisy, both were uh, well supported. Both uh, got caught into a bit of heavy traffic. One was three back the pegs, non peril and uh, Have You Met Daisy was four back the inside. They were both sweating for runs. They just uh, couldn't find an opening anywhere for either of the two, and uh, that allowed Diamond Shoes to scoot away on the home turn and pinch the break, and the two uh, non peril flying home with Have You Met Daisy into second and third spot. Both really good runs. They look nice fillies and they're going to be winning plenty of races. Uh, fourth home was Lady of the Arts for David Aiken. Had to do a bit of work and Emma into fifth spot. But all honours to uh, the winner Diamond Shoes. Uh, well done to James Herbertson and Keith Cotchin with a double. 157 six mile rate. First event on the card and uh, Captain Confetti got the prize. Julie Douglas uh, training two winners on the night and Ryan Sanderson the first of his two winners. Yeah, look, uh, well done to Ryan Sanderson. Uh, he's a, a, a top talent for our sport. Uh, he's going to be winning some uh, major feature races into the future. No doubt about that. He's a highly talented young man. Great drive on Captain Confetti. Came out of the gate. Uh, got the one out, one back trail. Was able to get uh, into the clear at the top of the home straight and ran over the top of the very brave uh, Tuppence, who started favourite. He was first up after a while, but ran on uh, Fought on really strongly for second. Aussie Playboy, good effort, sat in the breeze. Battled on really strongly. They ran a really quick mile rate there. Bud Sidewinder was a nice effort. Was back on the pegs, hit the line strongly. And he's under wraps was also a good run into fifth placing. They went a mile rate of 152.8. Last mile, 153.7. 55.6 last half. Sectional times were solid from the word go. 6.9, 29.1, 28.9, 27.7 and 27.8 home. But uh, certainly quite a number of horses to follow out of that race. Race two, Rob, Lady in the Sky resumed. Uh, she was terrific. Um, she ended up leading and looked like a fast uh, front line, but she led and Gee, she looked the part. She's matured a bit, and uh, she won with authority. Yeah, like, and, and you know, through our Trots Vision coverage, that's one of the, uh, the, big, the big pluses when you get to see horses. And as you said, she resumed from a bit of a break, but she looked fantastic before the race last night. And Sonia Smith and Anthony Butt prepared her to uh, absolutely perfection. She uh, was able to lead throughout. There was a few horses came out of the gate, but none of them uh, could go on with the job. And she was able to kick through and hold the front, held off easy pickings, who sat behind it. Third Third home was 10 Sunny Brook, who was three back the pegs. Highland Hill, I thought, was a really nice run into fourth placing. And you really got me. Wasn't far away. They went 7.7 lead time, 29.6, 31.5, 29.1, home. Mile rate of 158. She won easy. She won by six and a half metres. Worth following. And uh, she'll keep winning some more races late in the sky. Rob, across to race number five, and this was won by I'm No Outlaw at good odds. It completed a training double for Julie Douglas and driven by Jack Law. He's an opportunistic horse, but he's there to pounce when the pace is solid, and Jack didn't go around a runner. He just went to the pegs and saved ground while everyone else else got off it. Oh, look, he's, uh, his eyes would have lit up uh, turning for home because he was four back the inside, and the horse behind the leader, Major Mamba, came off uh, 
the back of the leader, which was Yankee Gold, and Huli Nien, who was three back the pegs, also decided to come off, and I'm no outlaw, just uh, decided, well, thank you very much, everybody, I'll just stick to the pegs, and swooped up uh, along the inside to win. It was a very good uh, patient drive by Jack Law. He summed it up well uh, to defeat uh, Huli Nien, who really probably should have won the race. He uh, unfortunately got uh, come off the pegs and, and hit the line really nicely into second spot. Third was eight major Mambo, who sat behind the leader, was close up. Fourth home was uh, loving the Chevy, never too far away. And Rishi into fifth spot also ran a nice race. They ran uh, a very quick mile rate here, 152.9. They went 7.1. 27-6 first quarter, 28-8 the second, 28-3 the third, and 28-6 the final quarter. So it was run to suit the back markers after that solid tempo, and that's how they finished. The ones back in the field hitting the line strongly. Rob, we get to race number eight. This is a good quality trot. Uh, Iron Pegasus had the speed to lead, but Chizzy had the run of the race. Ryan Sanderson brought up uh, a driving double. Yeah, and you, you, well done to you, Dan. You were given a real good push last night on uh, Trot's vision, and Chizzy, who um, led early, handed up to Iron Pegasus, sat behind the lead, and it was a beautiful rated drive by Ryan Sanderson. He just got the horse into the right spot. 47-6 lead time, 30.9, 30.8 the first two quarters, home in 29-4 and 28-4. Chizzy hitting the line strongly to get over the top of Iron Pegasus, who's bursting to win a race, just can't get there at the moment. Little Yankee was uh, following Chizzy, hit the line nicely into third spot. Baltic, good run, came off, the um, was back in the uh, running line, was out wide and, and ran on well, and Kai Valley Finn in behind him. Uh, the uh, disappointment was Chinese Whispers, who... Uh, certainly must be looking for the paddock, yeah, I'd say, I think Dan. he's going for a spell now, uh, Rob, and uh, uh, that was, uh, yeah, probably in line to some of his recent performances, but he's much better than that. Well, uh, if uh, anyone was following the RSN tips from you, Dan, last night, I think in your top uh, three or four picks, you picked the uh, the quaddy last night, 5,800, so no wonder you're so happy this morning. <laughs> well, I hope there's plenty of other people that are happy and tuning in as well. Uh, Rob, the, the last on the card, the last of 10, Major Delico, he's a little bit late started favourite but was able to lead all the way yeah, a good uh, rated drive by Cody Cross, and he won that first battle, which he had to hold out delightful Mia. He was able to do that. Uh, they then uh, put the anchors on, 7.4 lead time, 30.6, 30.9, 3 down the back. He looked to be in all sorts of trouble on the home turn, but the horse just kept whacking away, and he was able to outstay him, 27-2 last quarter. And uh, he got the job done from uh, roll-along sticks, who sat behind it. Uh, tried his best to run down Major Delico, couldn't do it. Sammy's ideal was uh, nicely driven by Ryan Sanderson in the 1-1. Also ran on well. Uh, fourth home was chasing the wind. He couldn't get into the race. Now Uncle Jim fifth. And delightful Mia was forced to race without cover. But all honours to Major Delico uh, getting the job done last night for Cody Croson and David Aiken. Well, that wrapped up a terrific night of harness racing in Melton last night. Plenty of harness racing action today. You'll be there. You'll be cramming. They've got a really good card. I've got a big day. I've got, uh, I've got to coach me under-13s team very shortly at uh, 20 past 11. The Melton Central's against Sunbury Lions. That's going to be a big game for us. And then they'll uh, be heading off to Cranbourne tonight. So I've got to make sure I don't yell too much, Dan. So I've got a voice left for this evening. Okay, we'll tune in to see how that voice is holding up a little bit later on. Uh, Robbie, thank you. Have a great day. And until next week, happy harnessing, everyone.